Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast number nine, Water Motion for Elderly and Overweight. This podcast is brought to you by SwimmingLessonsIdeas.com, the source for your swim lessons, for your swim program, or for your developmental swimming team. My name is Jeff, and we'll get started right now. We are talking about water walking, water motion, moving around in the pool for elderly people and for overweight people. And this is an excellent activity that you can do in the water and not be a swimmer. So you can walk around, you can move, just any motion you do in the water has a wonderful effect for you and your body. So what is water walking and water motion? Uh, it is literally just getting in a pool and moving around. It sounds funny, it sounds simple, but it is a dynamic and strong workout for your body. So what, why that is, is the water is a denser substance than the air. So in order to move your limbs around in the water, you actually need to use more force and more energy in your body to do that. So by doing that, you are building muscle, you are burning calories, you are moving your body around in a more dense area than the air is, so it gives you a little bit of a workout. And that's really the benefit of being in the water and moving around. Now, another benefit of being in the water is that it reduces your body weight by 80%. So it makes it a little bit easier on your limbs to support your weight. If you are arthritic or you aren't feeling well, you, you kind of feel compressed and pressed down, being in the water will give you a sense of weightlessness by reducing your body weight by 80% just by being in the water. And that's because the majority of your body is buoyant. Uh, it's your bones, your muscles that sink, but having the water there and you in the water kind of reduces the load on your body, so it makes it feel a little bit nicer when you're in the water. And with that reduced load on your body and the resistance of the water, uh, you get a good aerobic workout because you are moving around in a uh, more resistant area and it's it's relatively weightless so there's no impact there's so like running on a track every time your foot hits the ground there's an impact that kind of reverberates up your leg and can hurt you uh, over time or if you're not used to running it can give you shin splints or runner's knee um, it can be hard on your joints swimming is not that way and not just swimming but water walking or moving in the water does not have that same impact as on land stuff does because you're not hitting the ground, you're not moving very fast, you're not hitting things with impact as with each step, uh, you're not doing um, things that might potentially hurt you. Uh, so you can get a good, decent workout just by walking back and forth in a pool. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, uh, what you can do in the water to help you stay active, stay moving around. And one of the uh, another benefit of moving in the water is that it can be as easy or as difficult as you personally want it to be. And this is largely dependent on the effort and the, um, the, the, the strength of your movements during your motions and during your activity in the water. So if you're going through, if you're doing like a water walk and you're going back and forth, there are things that you can do to increase the intensity of your workout or of your motion without 
any additional tools or anything else that that um, special anything you can just kind of use your muscles to kind of go a little bit harder go a little bit faster while you're pushing through the water and the water will react in such a way as to adapt to the strength that you're putting into it so if you slowly move your arm it's relatively easy you'll still get some benefit out of that but if you strongly push your hand underwater and you really try to push a lot of water away from you you'll have to maintain your core to keep your body upright you'll have to engage your muscles to push hard and you'll have to kind of counterbalance yourself so you don't get moved over as with the wave and the force of your motion. So you can engage a whole lot of portions of your body just by doing simple arm movements in the water uh, or just by walking back and forth. And this way you can build some muscle and you can build some endurance just by virtue of being in the water moving. And that's really what we're talking about here is is there are you don't need to be swimming in order to be doing a beneficial thing for your body in the water. Uh, so uh, there are great, great benefits. It reduces your body weight. You, uh, with every motion, every movement, there's resistance. So you're building muscle and you're building endurance. They can create a good aerobic environment for you without any risk of impact. Now there is a risk of drowning if you happen to not be able to swim and you're in deep water deeper than you can stand. Uh, but most pools, most lakes and stuff that you can go to um, will have a shallow area that you can move around in so as to avoid this. And most times there's a lifeguard on duty, so you don't have much about that to worry about. Um, and it can be as easy or as difficult as you want it to be. So if you are a beginner, it's an excellent way to start out. And as you progress, you can move from walking, you can move from moving up to aerobic exercise, you can do an aqua aerobics class, you can even begin swimming if that's what you want to do. So there are a lot of different, there's no barrier to entry in a pool, and everything you do in the water is beneficial for you, with very few downsides. And there's two downsides of note here. Um, it's possibly expensive, so you do sometimes need to go to a gym and get a membership or pay a daily fee if you want to get into a swimming pool. Uh, during the summer, you might need to compete with lap swimmers as they're in the water. I highly encourage you to circle swim or circle walk with them. Share a lane. Uh, there's no reason you cannot be moving along the side next to the lane line and let lap swimmers go around you. Most of them will be okay with that. The ones that don't, are rude and they should be sharing a lane. Uh, most swimmers are totally comfortable and used to sharing lanes with other people. So don't worry about getting in their way. Uh, let them go around you, especially if you're walking and moving back and forth. You know, good thing for you to actually be in the water in the first place. Uh, let them go around you. Or if they want to wait for their own lane, let them. That's that's silly and foolish in my opinion. You know, share a lane. It, it's you you're completely able to do that. Uh, so uh, don't compete with the lap swimmers. Don't be afraid of the lap swimmers. That's important. Um, and, and you may need to pay a fee. So those are some possible negatives of water walking. Let's move on and talk about uh, what the benefits for elderly people uh, for water walking and moving around in the water. Those benefits are largely related to combating arthritis and swelling there's no impact 
it reduces your body weight, so therefore it makes it a little bit easier to move around in the water. And if you're overweight, it, again, it reduces the load on your body. So being in the water, like I said, reduces your weight by 80%. So it'll help you feel more weightless and able to move around your full range of motion without any additional uh, stress or pain on your body. So if you have a bad back or if you uh, have bad knees or ankles, being in the water is really helpful because you can engage your whole body in a relatively safe weightless environment and that allows you to get a full range of motion without worrying about the added stress of uh, weight and impact for running or walking and stuff like that so moving back and forth in the water is an excellent way if you are overweight or elderly to just get your body moving in, in a safe and easy full range of motion using your whole body and you'll notice that if you do this and you're moving back and forth, uh, you'll really loosen up and have benefits for, for uh, just walking around in general. You'll have an increased strength. You'll have a better range of motion. You'll be more resistant to injury because you'll have uh, engaged and used these muscles and, and ligaments and parts of your body more frequently and fully. Uh, so, so for elderly and overweight, it's an excellent way. And if you're, you know, middle-aged or you're not, you know, overweight, it's still a great way to keep active and, and engage your body in the water. I'm going to take this moment to give a shout out to our website, swimminglessonsideas.com. Uh, you can send me an email if you want to hear anything particular about on this web podcast or on the website. Uh, my email address is jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. I would love to hear from you, get your opinion on what we can talk about on this podcast or what we can provide to you on our website with either lesson plans or games or any ideas that you might be looking for or want to share. We can advertise them and put them on our website. So swimminglessonsideas.com. Looking forward to hearing what you want and what you would like to hear about. Let me know. Send us an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com, or connect with us on Twitter, at swimmingideas. Here is an introductory workout for you if you are just beginning to do water walking or water motion in the water. Remember that you want to start out with having a swimsuit. I don't think that you will need goggles or a swim cap unless you uh, have particular needs regarding that. Most water moved motion, water walking people do not actually go underwater completely. It is not a requirement to participate in a water or a pool activity. Uh, so if that's something that you're not interested in doing, uh, you don't have to. Uh, but you would need a swimsuit in order to get in. Uh, plan on bringing... Uh, I usually recommend that you bring... Uh, flip-flops or some sort of footwear for the pool deck as it can be incredibly slippery and that's something that most facilities can't really do anything about. Uh, they have to be relatively waterproof. They try to make them as grippy or as um, non-slick as possible but by virtue of being covered in water they tend to get slick so be careful by wearing water shoes or some sort of sandals that you can easily put on and off but are rubber based so you know, they're not sliding around um, and then you'll also want to bring a towel 
Some facilities will provide you with a towel if you're a member, uh, but it's always a good idea to bring your own in case uh, just to stay warm once you're out of the water. Uh, once you've gotten in the water, I would recommend taking stairs or a ladder if possible into the water instead of jumping in. Uh, always just to reduce any risk of possible injury from the impact of landing on the bottom. So if you can, sit down and slide in or go on the ladder or on the stairs. So here's an introductory workout for you. Some things that you can do right off the bat. These will be in the show notes, so you don't need to memorize this, but we'll go over it in a little bit of detail here. So you can get a general understanding of what a general workout is for a beginner water walker or water motion person. So typically in some swimming pools they will have these three items that you can use as part of your workout. Uh, Number one, a water weight which is basically a foam dumbbell and it floats and the way it works is the complete opposite of what an actual dumbbell is. So a dumbbell with weights you're lifting it up against gravity to give you a workout because you're at you're pulling the weight upright with the water weights you they float so by pushing them down or holding them underwater you're engaging your muscles to hold them down it's more resistance training kind of because they want to pop up and float to the surface so by holding them down you need to engage your muscles to keep them underwater and you can do that and kind of support your body by holding onto these too. So give you like a like engage your arm muscles while you hold onto these or hold them underneath your belly and they'll support you um, at the surface. Uh, they may also have water belts, which are belts that are foam that you can wear around your waist, which will help keep you at the surface. They're basically like um, life jackets, but not designed to be life jackets. They are uh, floaty belts that keep your torso upright in the water. So if you are going in deeper water, you can run or move your legs and arms quickly while maintaining an upright position and not having to worry about swimming to stay on the surface. Uh, So there are water weights typically, water belts, and almost every facility will have kickboards. And you can use a kickboard to engage your core. You can hold on to it um, to support your arms at the surface, or you can kind of use it as an additional tool to stay at the surface as you are engaging your body. Um, so here we go. Let's dive into the workout, and we will um, start with, we've gotten in the water, and we're going to talk about lengths. So a length is the long way of the pool. Most pools are 25 yards long. This is the standard competition length, and that most pools are in this area of um, uh, that long, 25 yards. Sometimes they're 25 meters. Uh, those are it's the rare occasion. If you're, I'm not sure about international, but in the United States, most pools are 25 yards. And uh, you'll go long ways. Usually, it's broken up into lanes, and the lane lines uh, are there. They're really there to design to eat the waves, so that if someone is swimming next to you, their waves are eaten by the lane lines. And you're not getting splashed all the time and you're going in this like crazy chaotic water. So if you can go inside the lanes, I would recommend doing that. Uh, So we're going to start out with just doing eight lengths, which is 200 yards, and just go at your pace, nice and slow. If you want to go a little bit faster, you can, uh, but just get a feel for moving around in the water. Just back and forth eight times. And this is a great way just to get acclimated to the water, uh, to get your heart rate up just a little bit, 
to engage your body, get comfortable moving around, uh, focusing on how you're going to move your feet and use your legs and your arms, and just getting used to being in the water. So eight lengths, uh, which is, like I said, typically 200 yards. If this is too difficult, I recommend stopping at a 50, which is a two length. So go down and back. And then if you need rest, wait once you've returned to where you began. Or uh, wait after each length if you need to. So we want to really encourage you to finish a length before you stop to take a break. So in everything that we're doing, if you get to the wall, that's a good opportunity to stop instead of stopping midway uh, between. Uh, it's better to stop at a wall. And this is for other people in your lane that you might be sharing it with, but more it's for you getting used to attainable goals. So finish one length and then you can stop for as much rest as you need. And really using that as a marker or a, or a, a guide point for your workout. So eight lengths of just regular walking. And then we're going to do two lengths after that, two lengths of high stepping. So the first eight lengths were just walking back and forth, uh, as you normally would on land. And then the next two lengths, so uh, 50 yards or 225s of high stepping. So we want to really get our knees to lift up in the water. And ideally, we want to get our knees up to about our belly button or our chest. And by doing this, we're using our leg muscles uh, in both legs. Uh, the one that's lifting up, we're engaging our quads, the muscles on the top above your knee. We're engaging those muscles to lift your knee up. And you're going to feel some resistance against the water as you do that. And the faster you do this, the harder it's going to be. But you're also engaging your other leg, the one that's standing and pressing against the bottom, because it's going to be there to stabilize you. And you'll notice with this extra motion that you're going to need to move your arms around just a little bit to keep your body upright and still. So with high stepping and high knees, we're going to do two lengths. And this is really going to be the beginning of our workout here. And, you know, if you can't lift your knee up that high, if your hips are not solid or sound, uh, just lift them up a little bit higher than you normally would. So uh, like as if you were doing a right angle with your... your um, your femur and your your uh, leg muscle or your calves you know you want to just lift it upright so your knees your femur is kind of your thigh is parallel to the surface and that'd be the minimum so we've got we've done eight lengths of regular walking two lengths of high stepping and then we're going to go into like our actual workout here and this is two lengths of bicycle kicking without touching the bottom to move your body so uh, bicycle kicking is high high legs and it's a fast turnover and you're not touching the bottom so it's like you're kicking but you're kind of moving your legs rapidly almost like a cartoon character would be when they're revving up to start running that's what we want to look at and at this point you're going to need to use your uh, water belt or a barbell like the foam barbells or the hand barbells or a kickboard, something to help keep your body at the surface so you don't ha you, you're you're raised up a little bit and you're not touching the bottom with your feet. So we don't want to be touching the bottom for this one. We just want to be spinning our feet and using that. That's going to create a good aerobic workout for your, your heart and you should feel your heart rate going up here. And it's not really about muscle at this point, like pushing against the water or getting resistance. It's just about motion and moving and getting a lot of rotation and kicking with your feet under your body. 
so try not to use your arms as much at this point to move you through the water and it actually might be slower uh, than the walking which is fine so these bicycle kicks aren't really designed to make you move and that's where the the workout comes is that you're doing this while keeping your body upright and it's not really making you go very fast or very far. We're trying to maintain a vertical body position and keeping our feet bicycle kicking. And we do this, like I said, to kind of increase our heart rate and just get an aerobic workout portion right here. And then, so we've done eight lengths of walking, two lengths of high stepping, uh, which is still kind of walking along the bottom with high knees, and then two lengths of bicycle kicking without touching the bottom. And then we're going to cool down with four lengths of walking again. And again, you can make these walking portions as difficult or as easy as you want. And that's it. And we can kind of build up from there as you go forward and add different activities and stuff that if you're interested in, we can go over in a further podcast or a website post. So if this is something that you've done, or if this is something that you are interested in hearing more about, uh, please give me a send me an email uh, or leave a comment on our website. So share with us on Twitter at Swimming Ideas. Send us an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Or leave us a comment on the podcast. So either on iTunes or on our website, swimminglessonsideas.com. All right, so we have some tips here about how to do a better walking workout. This is from uh, Sillism.com and their water working post. Uh, So to increase your step size, widen your pace. Uh, So get up to your shoulders in water. Take bigger steps, propelling your body forward while maintaining balance. Swing your arms in wide motions. Uh, This will help give you a little more distance with each stroke. Uh, This helps train your muscles in your hips, stretching the hip joint. Uh, It's said to be related to the correction of pelvic distortion related to health problems that arise more frequently with age. Um, To kick water with your shins for extra resistance, so the front of your leg. So rise, raise your thighs up, and then kick forward with your lower legs using your thigh muscles. Uh, Bring your foot back down to the bottom of the surface of the pool and repeat alternating steps. Uh, So this will help train your muscles in your legs, your butt, your glutes, it'll give you stronger hips, and just raise your thighs before kicking is really the key. So it's almost like we're doing the high stepping here. Uh, Another thing that you can do to improve your water working workout is to touch your knees with your elbows. Uh, So, you know, this is kind of like the traditional aerobic exercise class that you'll see. Uh, The people with their arms up in the air and then they're kind of crunching their stomach to touch their arm, their elbows to their knees. So you have to lift your knee up, engage your stomach, engage your core to bring your elbow down to your knee. Uh, And that's from the slism.com website. Um, Also what you might need from, and this is from arthritistoday.org. So arthritistoday.org gives us these Uh, tips on what you need for water walking. So what you need for deep water walking is a flotation belt and that will keep you upright and floating at about shoulder height. So it'll keep your head above water. Um, How it works is you'll stand about waist to chest deep water unless you're in deep water walking and you walk through the water the same as you would on the ground and just try walking backwards or sideways to kind of change the muscles that you're doing. 
Uh, stand upright with your shoulders back, your chest lifted, and your arms slightly bent at your sides. And slowly walk forward. And the key here is to place your whole foot on the bottom of the pool. And not just your tiptoes, not just the balls of your feet, but your whole foot. Your heel first, the ball of your foot, and then your toes. And avoid straining your back by really using your stomach muscles engaged. So you're, you might be stretching in strange ways. If you use your stomach and your core muscles around your torso to help keep you upright, you'll have less pain if you, or you'll have less strain if you're using your stomach. Uh, to add intensity, to make it more difficult, lift your knees up higher. So in that introductory workout we did, the high stepping, high knees. It helps boost your workout. Um, you can also pump your arms and legs for like a brief period of time for maybe 10 seconds uh, at a time and then do like 40 seconds rest and then 10 seconds of intense motion and then 40 seconds rest. And that's an interval training. And if you're interested in that, we can go through more of that in the future. Send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com, or connect with me on Twitter, at swimmingideas. Uh, another thing from the arthritistoday.org is if you want to find a class, uh, most of our uh, pools in the area, most, most swimming pools have aqua aerobic classes. You can join one of those, and the beauty of these classes are that you can get as much out of it as you put into it. So if you're a beginner, absolutely sign up for any class you can totally accommodate and modify any aerobic class in the water for a beginner you just don't do it as intensely it's really easy um, and if you want it to be really difficult you can and you can make it really difficult um, all right so more from arthritis.today.org. Uh, don't forget about the water by exercising the pool during hot months you avoid uh, common uh, outdoor activities like heat exhaustion and dehydration because you're in the water. Uh, but remember, you still need to drink water. Being in the water does not protect you against dehydration if you're not still replenishing your uh, your uh, your fluids. All right, well, that's about it that I have for today. Uh, would love to hear your opinions. Please send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. Or just comment in the post below um, on the website, swimminglessonsideas.com. Definitely would love to hear your opinions on what you think about walking in the water. Have you done it? What have you done in the pool to kind of get started if you're overweight, if you're older, if you have bad legs or knees or anything, if you're rehabilitating, if you're an athlete? You know, how do you use the pool to give yourself a workout? would love to hear back from you. Uh, and thank you very much.